The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency in Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm really excited today because I have no one other but my boyfriend, Jack, on the podcast. I'm really excited, and I've been wanting to do an episode with him for a while. So just sit back and relax, and we will just jump right into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I've got Jack here, who is my boyfriend. Hello. If you follow me on TikTok, you will have already seen lots of Jack content, lots of Jack voiceovers, and he has a very special talent with voicing. (laughs) And if you actually go and look at his TikTok page, he is quite talented. But I'm really excited to have him on the podcast. I really just wanted to do sort of not really like a Valentine's Day themed episode, but kind of almost like just since it's around this time of year I've wanted to do an episode with him and actually last year I was doing an episode all around Valentine's Day and being single on Valentine's Day which is clearly not the case this year how that has changed (laughs) how that has changed but I guess we'll kind of just we'll jump into just some questions that I've kind of thought of really basic couple-y questions off the top of my head and you can get to know us better but before we start Jack should know that I kind of have started to start these episodes off with your high and low for the week and I meant to do this with Nicole Nicole really wanted to do this and I think I've mentioned it in now two episodes because I feel so bad for forgetting but we can talk about highs and lows before we just jump into questions so Jack do you want to share your high and low for the week you are starting me off with a really tough one aren't you um i guess my high for the week would probably be cheerleading and accompanying you today on a 15 mile run that's probably the highlight of my week that was quite fun it was incredibly impressive i mean i've i i'm in awe of you all the time because i'm just so shocked as to how you just keep going constantly you just you never stop the engine on you is ridiculous so yeah, that, that was my highlight. So my low for the week. One of my working days kind of lasted a lot longer than I expected it to. Essentially, it just got me into a really like stressful position where I was just thinking like, this is incredibly frustrating. I'm, I'm done. I can't do this. And yeah, I just kind of was moody for the rest of the evening. You probably don't remember that night because I don't show off my moody very often you don't you're very positive yeah. it's something that i love about you oh, so romantic <laughs> taking me on the podcast and now complimenting me here as well I'm, I'm, i mean everybody that's listening to this is probably running so now that they're going to be running with love in their hearts you know that's very true that's very true <laughs> all right so i'll share my highs and lows now so my high was definitely hmm my high definitely had to be I think just like really getting into like house hunting, flat hunting with you this week. And that's something that I've mostly only really shared about on the daily daily little TikTok videos. But Jack and I are looking for a flat and or home together or no, flat or home, not and. <laughs> We're not... <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't have that much money. Um, but it's really exciting and we've been thinking about it for a while and you'll see in the rest of this podcast episode, we'll talk about how lots of things in our relationship have kind of just really naturally happened and one of those things being us deciding to move in together and it kind of just like happened as like a natural like this makes sense sort of a thing and I always thought it was meant to be like this big, you know, grand moment where your boyfriend asks you to move in with them but I think it's just really exciting because it feels like we're really both you know going into this new chapter of our lives and things are just starting to kind of fall into place and we're starting to see some really good places and we're very excited so I think that that's something that I'm very very excited about. I'm pretty much making you sign a legal document that you like have to live with me. That's like what a tenancy agreement is, I guess. I know. It's, yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> putting into writing specifically that you like have to live with me and you are, you know, you're there. You're you're now a part of Well, the... you know, it might it it might be three of us one day and before oh anyone thinks of anything, oh. we're talking about a dog. We're oh, not okay. talking about babies. <laughs> Um, if my mum is listening to this, she means a golden retriever. Just, I'm, I'm putting that <laughs> out there Even though now. I have a golden retriever of a boyfriend, it would be Fair. additionally a golden retriever. <laughs> Two golden retrievers in one house is not a problem. Like it's that lady not. that we saw today. She yeah. had three. She had yeah, three. I that was, was a jealous. good sight. But that yeah, that, that probably is leading into my low is even though I, I you know, really enjoyed the 15 mile run, I cannot tell you enough how much I hate running with my period and like specifically long runs and I it was so funny because I made a video just the day before around oh you know one of the worst things is like getting your period before your long run and just you know coincidentally I happened to get it right before mine um was feeling crampy and kind of in some pain but I just took it slower and Jack is always like that he was said, slow I mean I was in a little bit of pain and we were going against winds. We were down by the coast, but I can start. That was not slow. My <laughs> goodness. You are, you are not giving yourself enough credit, but fair. Mm. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, my comment here is just running on a period must be one of the most uncomfortable things ever. And it's really surprising that there's no like actual product product yeah. like that can help in that situation it's just sort of here's something to go up there and it's it's crazy it doesn't make any sense to me but anyway yeah i'm gonna come off of that topic because i fear that i'm gonna say something <laughs> that like somebody somewhere is gonna find a problem with even though i'm heavily you know Pro period. Pro period? That's the worst thing I could have said. Oh, Christ. We can edit well, that out. Yeah. And yeah. So without further ado, let's just jump into the questions. I don't really have a list. I think I've just thought of a few good questions in my head. The first one being like, how did we meet and what that story is? We've gotten that question a few times before on TikTok and we've done videos on it and we've had to do like a part one, part two. And Jack has his version, obviously, and I have mine. So I think it'd be funny. I think funny is the wrong word. You can tell your version sure. and then I will tell mine. But okay. this is how we met. So Liz and I both work for the same uh, company. We had a party on the rooftop of our building uh, over the course of last summer 
and I saw her from across like this rooftop bar and I was just completely like encapsulated by just this girl this girl this woman standing there um who who I've like seen a couple of times in the office we had like this really weird moment where we were both in the lift together and I was so nervous. I didn't say a single word to you he going didn't. down that lift. Um, I was, yeah, I was completely. I- I'm not really a nervous guy. I'm, I'm usually pretty kind of out there with what I say and what I do. I, I don't particularly care too much about what most people think. I-, I have a few select people, you know, family and yourself, of course, that I care very deeply about what you think of me. But the vast majority of people, I'm just like, yeah, okay, sure. I'm never going to see you again. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, saw you across the, the rooftop bar and I just, I couldn't help but come over. Of course, I had had a couple of pims by this point. <laughs> yeah, I just sort of came over and introduced myself, started talking to you. And for the entire time in my head, all I was thinking was, don't do what you usually do, which is treat this like you're going to go after her romantically. Yeah, you know, my my sole intention was just to be your friend at the very beginning. And that kind of leads into, you know, all the stuff we were chatting about because I was just trying to be a friend and show you who I was and try and be me as much as I possibly could. And then that leads into the kind of first date that we, which you treated more as a date and I didn't. I thought it was just you know, two bros going out for tacos. Um, oh, wait, let's just, we can circle back. Well, okay. we could, we can tell our stories at the same time. I'm going to change the narrative. Uh, oh, okay, sure. But you're, so that night that we met at the rooftop, I was sober because I was training for the London Marathon and I had chosen to be sober. And yeah, Jack walks up to me. I had nearly, I was so close to leaving and one of my teammates convinced me to stay just a little bit longer and so I did and then so I ended up meeting Jack that way because they kind of used to be old teammates and obviously mostly because Jack was so confident and courageous to walk across the bar and say hello and he proceeded to tell me a load of things about himself very open guy very honest and he wasn't really trying to like play any games he wasn't trying to impress me he literally was showing me that he had kermit shoes and he's very <laughs> very passionate about kermit the frog that's, and... that's a story for another day I think. <laughs> well maybe maybe for later it depends on your questions i yeah. guess but yeah i mean sorry to interrupt but yeah following on from what you were saying yeah I I had the Kermit shoes and stuff and I was showing you them and and we were just chatting about nonsense for ages and then randomly we got on to on to dating and we were talking about dating apps yeah and you that's the bit that like really shocked me that like made you it was like what made me think of you so much or like what kept you in my head I guess or made it like because it was like something that I'd never really experienced with a guy and like not in particular so basically what happened was we were sitting and chatting about dating apps jack asked if i was on dating apps and i wasn't at the time because i wanted to take a break and but in my head my intentions were you know i want to if if it happens it happens and i want to meet someone organically and i still believe that that can happen jack was on dating apps but not not so much i i was on i was on a few dating apps because you you have to obviously i think dating in london you you try and open up as many possibilities as you can and for a guy like me that isn't massively confident in his own looks but is confident with like other things 
you you try and broaden your your possibilities so that you can actually have a, a chance because there's so many guys out there now that are just looking like male models or like looking like looking like Zac Efron or something and I mean you can't compete with Zac Efron can you it's just not going to happen so you have to you have to just take the calculations of like right I'm going to download x amount of apps and just see how I go but yeah I was on them I and but yeah as you said I wasn't doing much on them as you clearly saw because I showed this is the thing I actually showed Liz the message well not messages but i showed her the apps i was on and that i had unread messages on there and then right in front of her as she was telling me I- i'm not you know that she wasn't on any dating apps i said do you know what yeah I-, I i i think that's a really good thing i think that's a really good way to meet someone is organically and natural so right in front of her i deleted all the apps i i just got rid of them and after i did it i, I think i kept saying to you for like a solid 10 minutes like oh i feel so liberated i feel brilliant i feel amazing i feel so free when really it was i'd never felt less free because i was completely encapsulated by you and i i couldn't take myself away from the situation i was in with you because i was just so heavily like oh my god this girl is you know, i feel something so different with this girl so yeah, it was it was a weird sort of like right, get off of them now because you're not going to need them anymore. And then we kind of hung out for the entire time until you left because it got quite late. Yeah, um, but he the thing is he mentioned that he was going to be in the office the next day, and I quickly in my head made the decision to go into the office the next day, and so I told him, "Yep, I'm I'll be in the office." And then we just chatted the entire day the next day, went to lunch. And I, the whole thing though is how we really met was I was looking for a fourth person for our relay team for this like half marathon relay. And basically like I just, Jack walked up to me, I met him and I just said, you, how about you? Do you want to, do you want to be our fourth person? And he was just like... (laughs) <laughs> my initial reaction was oh my god like the hottest girl in the office has just asked me to do something just say yes <laughs> like it doesn't matter what it is just do it um and then obviously when I woke up the next day and went into the office I was like I was pretty hungover but I went in because somebody else was leaving uh leaving the company the next day so I, I and I promised them that I would go in but yeah of course Liz was going to be there as well and <laughs> yeah, the, the situation just came up of like, oh, you, do you remember what you agreed to last night? And I was just thinking to myself, what, what on earth did I agree to? I, I don't know what, what, what happened. And Liz was saying, oh, you signed up with me, you know, for my team as part of a four times relay race. And I was like, wait, what? I haven't done any sort of running properly since I was seventeen, and I did a, I did a ten k, uh, in place of my brother when I was 17 and out of 253 people I came 17th without any training and I was the youngest one there wow um, wow yeah wow thanks <laughs> wow yeah that's amazing um so yeah it was th- this was going to be like my next event you know the the kind of follow-up from when I was 17 you know great I'm 27 it's been 10 years and I'm like the least fit I've ever been really and so yeah, it was it was a massive kind of shock that you said that the next day. But when I saw you in the office, I was like, oh my god, she's actually here. I'm very hungover. Do I play this cool or do I play this as a friend? So I played it as a friend, and I just kind of kept you. I kept wanting to know more about you, and I kept wanting to like ask you questions about it all. 
And yeah. And then it just so happened that we had to exchange numbers for the relay race. For the relay race, yeah, we had to exchange numbers, which I still feel was uh, you just playing that and being like, oh, I need your number, just so happens to be for the relay race. (laughs) Yeah, okay. But then, I mean, from there, we were just, like, constantly messaging back and forth, but, like, not even just, like, text messaging, but, like, long voice notes to the point where like both of us had to write out notes to remember different points to reply to and I just remember like when I was in the first week of like meeting you and just like talking to you over whatsapp I remember like going to my flatmate and saying like I really want to just I don't know why I just feel like I want to just ask him out and like he mentioned that he never had tacos and I just want to like use that to say we need to go and get tacos and but I, I, up until then, I'd never felt like I ever wanted to or could ever have the confidence to ask a guy out. But for some reason, I was just like, I just, I feel like I want to go on a date with him so bad that like, I just want to ask him if he doesn't ask me. <laughs> and luckily you did. And so we ended up going to tacos and that was like our first date, first kiss and your first taco experience. And yeah, a lot of firsts there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like like you were describing the other day, it was very movie-like in a way of just... We went out for dinner. We then did something that neither of us had done before, which was um, the Uber boats in London. If you are based in London, I highly recommend them. They are, you know... Very cool. Th- they're, they're just really nice. It's just a different way of traversing London. Um, but yeah, we, we, we went on that. And then we walked along South Bank from Glo- from the Globe Theatre to uh, back to back to um, the London Eye where we got on, and it, yeah, it was very movie like, you know, sort of. Because very... we were walking, and then there was some, there was like a girl musician that was playing guitar and singing, and she was very good. There were some people watching. What was the song she was playing? She was uh, she was playing Adele. Uh, I think it's Make You Feel My Love. Mm, yeah. yeah. Absolute classic. And it just so happened that with the twinkly lights by the Len and I, we stopped to... You stopped me. You were... You, throughout the night, you had pulled a few moves here and there. And I was I was reciprocating and I wasn't like, you know, rejecting them. I was trying to read the room and I'm not very good at reading the room. I, I, much like every single guy out there, regardless of what they say, they just need to be told what to do. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at reading reading women and to be fair I never have been. I've always been terrible. I I much prefer to be sort of told exactly how how things are going and and like what I'm I I'm big advocate of obviously, you know, conversation and communication between two people in a relationship. It's it's you know fundamental to make sure that things go smoothly. And yeah, I played a couple of moves on you, but I wasn't exactly thinking that they were working. I was just sort of, you know, I put my arm around you. I think at one point I, I gave you my jacket on Millennium Bridge. I mean, that was just me sort of being like, right, she's cold. She's going to have my jacket. I mean, I would do that regardless. Like, But because it was you, I wanted to like put the jacket on you, give you a hug at the same time, make sure that you knew that like, you know, I wasn't only giving you my jacket because you were cold, but because I was like interested and wanted to try and make it clear but also i'm terrible at making it clear well you have to talk about the lead up to the first kiss because i still can't (laughs) cracks me up so much so i was trying to tell you how some guys 
would kind of go in for a kiss and stuff like that. Like, you know, they would put their arm around your shoulder and then they would pull you in and then they'd say something nice, like kind of right up to your face and then they would kiss you. And I, I actually then, you know, I, I pouted my lips, I went to kiss Liz and then I pulled away from her right at the last minute to, to try and see if you were going to kiss me back because obviously I didn't want to do that and then you not want to kiss me back because that would have been really awkward but I would have been able to play it off at least mm. but as soon as I did it I saw you I did see you pout your lips and, and kind of go in for the kiss and I was thinking oh my god here we go right battle stations I don't know if you've ever seen the Disney film Inside Out but it was very much like the guys in my head were running around going absolutely nuts like we've got oh my god you know battle stations defcon 5 like we are at serious levels here like alarm bells ringing everywhere so i did it again and i was just like oh yeah but really you know guys like that would actually kiss like this <laughs> i went and kissed you again and this time i did actually follow through with it and i was still in such shock i was still really shocked that you actually kissed me back because i mean we kind of deviated from the question that you are <laughs> massively about how we first met but I guess it still follows yeah. on from it. Um, when I was like 16, 17 and like somebody asked me to describe what you'd like in a woman, I don't think I, I, I didn't think I would ever meet that person. And here we are. <laughs> I think I don't too, think the microphone picked up that R. <laughs> I think too, though, in the same way, I think that I always am just in so much awe of just like how perfectly... Jack supports me and fits into my life and pushes me, most importantly, to like do things that I am too scared to do sometimes, things that I don't feel confident confident enough to do. And I try and do the same with him. And that's something that I love about our relationship is that we're so, you know, we want to help each other work on each other to become the best versions of ourselves. And I think that's just something that I value so much in our relationship but you're forgetting the whole the, there's a part of the story of how we met that we've mentioned a couple times on the tiktok that after the first date i did technically friends out you twice you did you did yes that is <laughs> that is accurate and for all the people that are now running around you know doing their roots and they've all of a sudden got a massive shock on their face their jaws hit the floor you have heard that correctly liz friend zoned me twice and it was painful because in my head I knew that she liked me and I'm ne I'm not really too you know again I said it earlier unless it's been edited out <laughs> um, I I'm not good with reading people and especially women like I've never been good at it and but this time around something was different and I just felt like I actually knew what Liz wanted and, and, and for some reason it was me. But she was coming out with something else. She was coming out saying, no, I'm not interested or no, I you know think we should be friends. And there was, you know, there was a time where we went out on a kind of second date and that was where you said, right, we should be friends. But before that, I don't think I would have, I think in my head I was kind of like, wondering how I would bring that up and something else that I love about Jack is that he's such a 
like emotionally mature person and he genuinely is such a good communicator which is something that I think is so hard to find in this day of age of dating and something that I've never been used to because if you've listened to previous podcast episodes you'll know that I've talked about how many times I've been ghosted and just been in really shit relationships or situations where it's just always a very confusing outcome but from the like very kind of we had like kind of an awkward dinner and then we went to coffee after and he just we were in the coffee shop and we picked up our coffees and he just immediately just was like went into you know I noticed that you've been different tonight and I just want to say you know it's okay if you've changed your mind or if you feel differently and he was just it wasn't even like he was trying to attack me but it was just saying like he was pointing out and like honestly just reading the room and just like kind of wanting to figure out where we go from here and he wasn't trying to play games he wasn't trying to you know make it confusing or make me feel like I had to make a choice or anything but it was just very nice because then the instant that I said yeah maybe not I think maybe we should just be friends just we both talk about like in that moment there was like a massive weight that dropped and suddenly we were just getting on really well again and It was just very, yeah, different. And like, even then, by the end of the night, I had a really hard time walking away. And it was a very confusing night for you. That that date felt like two dates. It felt like a a second date that went very poorly because of, you know, you you had sort of made the, the choice, really, that we should just be friends. And I accepted that because I'm, you know, it's gonna happen. You know, you're going to meet someone and it's going to happen where, you know, it's maybe one sided a little bit. I mean, again, I I still had this really strong feeling that we, we just got on so well that we couldn't be friends like we simply couldn't be. And then it felt like a third date when we said, right, OK, we're going to be friends then. And that's fine. Let's let's go for a walk. So we went for a walk and we walked around London. We walked across the bridges a few times, I think. And um, yeah. we walked just around in general kind of, I think, like central London areas, roughly. I can't remember exactly where um, or do I, but I just don't want to say it out loud to give away locations. Um, <laughs> but then you just you had to go. And I remember it. we were having a really hard time saying bye. I was at least having a hard time. And as soon as you walked away, I just broke into tears because it felt like in that moment that like my heart knew that I had let something really good go. And it was a little bit of like internal, like, you know, feeling like I screw things up or feeling like I always screw things up. But this in particular was like, I knew in my gut that you are like one of the few very, very good guys and felt like I was kind of, yeah, letting a good one go. And then weirdly enough I was walking across the across the bridge it had been drizzling just a little bit I was crying I had the headphones in I was listening to the sad tunes and you called me and you said you called to say are you sure you don't want someone to walk you home I've got an umbrella it's raining it was it was was late it was getting darker and it was raining as well and I just thought that if you're walking, you know, the 40 odd minutes from where we were back to where you live, I I simply, regardless of what that evening had in had been, I couldn't let you walk home by yourself because, you know, London can be a mm. scary place. So, yeah, I, and, and especially in the rain and a young woman walking home, I just I couldn't let myself 
let you walk home. So I, I rang you and the, the answer that I got was, you know, look, Liz, do you want me to come with the umbrella and get you? Uh, um, okay. And I was just like, I don't know if she's crying. I don't know if she's crying, first off, but I also don't know whether that was like the rain or what, but I managed to, there was loads of roadworks where I was walking to you as well. Gosh, and it took us yeah. like, it took us like 15 minutes to actually get across the road to then meet up. And right at that point, all I could think of doing was hugging you because you just looked like you needed a hug. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gave you a hug. We, and the, <laughs> this is what makes that evening even more confusing is that still by this point, we were saying we are friends um but then we got back to yours i and you know I was, we were sort of saying goodbye at the door and i i couldn't help but want to kiss you and we both you know we both felt the same clearly and we you know yeah we did kiss on the doorstep proper romantic um and it was just the most confusing night of my life because i just didn't know where i stood whatsoever but the one thing that i did know was that this girl definitely liked me because there's no way that, you know, this situation would be happening. The only thing that I could put my finger on for why this situation was happening in the way that it was happening was that you you were just scared. Like, mm. you didn't want to jump into something because everything else in your life was pretty new at that point. And having a relationship on top of it and getting to know somebody on top of all of that would, would probably be too much. But I mean, it was that, but it was also like, you know, I was internally afraid that I you know was gonna get hurt again or get played again and I think because of like times in the past where you know I haven't done this with like every single guy I've ever dated but you know the few that you really like put yourself out there and you really kind of put your everything into and then you get hurt in the end that is what I was afraid of because I could see myself just you know totally 100% like being myself with you putting 100% into you and so I was afraid but then you know a few weeks later we we We, met up at um we had the relay race yeah we had the relay race where we rode an uber boat back and you very dramatically left the boat and said you know where I stand (laughs) well because i wanted you to i wanted you to be aware that because there was a few weeks in between that kind of second and third date and then the relay race where we hadn't seen each other i still wanted you to know where i stood with everything because i wanted it to i wanted it to sit in your head i wanted you to know that i was interested and i was still interested and no matter what i would have you know the dating apps were gone by this point so i was going to be waiting and you know dependent on your decision yeah but yes sorry carrying on to what you were going to say we then did decide to meet up didn't we um well yeah that did sit in my head because then i got covid and then we ended up talking for the whole week that i was in isolation because of course you had to contact me because you know potentially you might have caught it when we had the relay race Mm. um and unfortunately viewers listeners everybody that is here i am actually immune compromised um due to the most ridiculous injury ever (laughs) (laughs) but um basically you know liz had to contact me to say you know by the way you should get tested i went and got tested i was all negative which was good um but it kind of set us up to to be talking again and i wanted to make sure that you know i could sort of be outside in the world for her while she couldn't so like i was doing a little bit of running i would like i think i sent you a video of me running um 
whilst I, whilst you were in isolation and I, I was saying something like oh look at this you've got me running I can't believe <laughs> it but I'm gonna I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna catch up with you and you're running you know watch this space you know Jack 2022 20, <laughs> or something like that I'm gonna be you know running marathons and all that sort of stuff I can safely say that that's not happening <laughs> but yeah I I just wanted to keep the contact with you yeah, and then we eventually, after isolation, met up at a park in London on a very sunny day. And oh, that was a sweaty day. I was, was very concerned for my for my uh, for my chances there. To be but quite honest, I, then we went and sat and we did a we got a rowboat at Hyde Park. And I was then very concerned for the sunburn at that point. <laughs> so I, I had a lot of concerns going into this day, and <laughs> we were just but we were just really both so honest with each other like and we weren't even really planning on it I think it was just like we had wanted to meet up to kind of catch up at the park and you know you ended up sharing some stuff about you I shared stuff about me and my past and you know why I was scared why I was having a hard time trusting you but knowing like you know I knew in my gut that like I did like you and that I did have feelings for you and after the rowboat we ended up going to dinner just because we had been kind of hanging out for a bit and i was hungry to be fair but then we just we 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 were going to sit down and i kind of just turned to you and i just said what if you know you and i just we we try this again but this time no one knows and this is just our thing and we just see how this goes secret relationship but that was honestly like that was why it's worked out so well because I think like you said I felt a lot of pressure and I was afraid and I think having no one really know about it but us and having it be sort of our thing for I think like the month that it was just really solidified how I actually felt about you which was that I had really strong feelings for you and the rest is sort of history. So for the first time ever on the Resiliency and Running podcast, I've got something to admit. What? Um, I might have actually told somebody in that time. Okay, I told my flatmate, Kavita. Oh, good. I told my mum. <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I was, I was. I'm very good friends with his, with his mum now, by the way. Oh yeah, they WhatsApp all the time, and they play like a, they play like Scrabble on the phone together, which is really cute. Um, and my mum buys her like loads of gifts whenever we go down there. You've always got like a gift on the bed. Like, you know, it was it was chocolate and some running leggings this time. Yeah. Um, I didn't get anything, obviously, because apparently Liz is preferred to me by my pe- my own parents. But sure, um, <laughs> no. got a lot of content on that question. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I really did want to kind of mostly capture the how we met story because it's been asked and I think it's a very funny very unique and interesting story and some a story that I love in particular and yeah I think it's just been the rest of it's just been like these moments that have been you know Jack asking me to be his girlfriend us saying I love you um well Jack saying I love you for the first time and then me reciprocating of course and then deciding to move in together and yeah I think it's just been a really good it's been very different for me because I've never known a healthy relationship and 
it's, I've never been able to be in a relationship where I feel like I can be so open and communicate how I feel. And Jack has worked with me so much on like being able to like communicate my feelings and just like, you know, not hold it in or try and have Jack guess how I feel, even though sometimes I still do that on the we're all we're all guilty of it but there's 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 just so much to relationships that nobody will ever understand everything is different to the two people that are in it or or the more people that are in it dependent on what sort of relationship you've got but one thing that i have always always done and always want well i suppose always wanted to do is be able to just be as myself as possible and yeah with obviously with you i do i am able to do that which is awesome because it means that I can just be an absolute donut and you are just there and you get it and it's fine. Um, but a lot a lot of people as well with relationships, they do work on like timings and like, you know, they, they sort of say like, oh, you know, at this point you should be at like that stage of your relationship. And it's like, I, I've never understood that ideal Oh, like that idea that people have that that is the way that a relationship should work like it needs to be how you both feel how you've both communicated how you you know what you both agree and you know I'm not gonna lie some people would look at what you know how long we've been together and be like oh moving in really mm. it's like well actually it, it doesn't feel and you mentioned it earlier it doesn't feel like a big you know monumental moment it just feels very like with the flow and feels very right and it's not something that i've you know ever expected to sort of be like a calm sort of experience Mm. i thought it was going to be like a great big like oh my god you know i'm gonna live with my girlfriend for the first time ever what it's just you know and and to be fair obviously our situations have kind of worked in in this in a a similar sort of way so you know it's gonna happen from the situation as well but it you know when we decided that it would be good to to do it it was because it was just very natural and it just felt right so yeah yeah and there you go and that is the story of jack and liz so far and because this podcast episode is already at 40 minutes i am going to cut it here and i'm thinking now that we just need to do like an interview sit down interview with jack for another episode because you've probably heard different things that he's referred to such as his freak injury his love for kermit and these things and i think that the podcast people just need to get to know jack a bit more so keep an eye out for that episode but until then if you want to see more jack content definitely go and check out the tiktoks but other than that thanks jack for coming on the podcast it has been a pleasure thank you very much (laughs) we'll see you soon all right everyone that's going to wrap up another episode of the resiliency and running podcast i really do hope that you enjoyed it and loved listening to the story of how jack and i met as always i have links in my show notes of the episode for ways to get in touch but also a fundraising link to my fundraiser for alzheimer's society because i'm running in the paris and berlin marathon so please do check that out and i will see you in the next episode bye